Welcome to Emerging Europe Talks, bringing you expert insight on innovation and technology, sustainable social and economic growth, business, politics and culture, and helping you navigate the Emerging Europe region. Hosted by Andrew Robel. Remember to visit the show's page, emerging-europe.com forward slash multimedia, or check the hashtag EETalks on social media. Hi, everyone. This is Emerging Europe Talks Prosperity. My name is Andrew Robel, and I am here with Jerzy Brodzikowski, the General Manager at Cambridge Innovation Center in Warsaw. Jerzy, it's good to have you here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Pleasure being here and welcome, everybody. Awesome. So what I would like to start with today would be discussing, you know, the idea of a startup ecosystem. How do you actually understand this concept and what is vital to have a perfect startup ecosystem? A startup ecosystem, or in other words, an innovation ecosystem, is everything that surrounds the very concept of innovation or startups. For most people, startups are institutions that build new technologies that help humanity move forward faster. The ecosystem itself is everything that revolves around them, which means venture capital investments, which provide money for these startups to grow faster. Academia, which provide uh, research and development facilities and research and development uh, resources for startups to work uh, with. It's also accelerators and incubators, which help startups grow incubators early on, accelerators later on, and all the other institutions, such as even marketing agencies, uh, legal firms that specialized in startups and the startup ecosystem itself. So the ecosystem as a whole is everything that surrounds innovation and everything that surrounds startups. So if you look around, uh, I mean, both in Poland and maybe, you know, across Central and Eastern Europe, what do you think are the biggest challenges when it comes to creating a perfect innovation ecosystem? Well, the perfect ecosystem, the startup ecosystem doesn't exist because there isn't such a thing as perfection. Perfection is something that we aspire for and strive for, but we never attain it. So for me, a perfect ecosystem or something that would be close to a perfect ecosystem is a place where all these things that I have mentioned before balance out. And I should also add that the foundation for these is actually what we do at CIC, which is providing space for startups and a community for startups to grow and develop. So what we do at CIC is create a small ecosystem that's a part of the larger ecosystem. So we'll, we'll talk about CIC in a second, uh, but really, if you could look at the, the challenges uh, that make this ecosystem to be created really difficult at the moment in Poland, are there any obstacles or it's, it's, it's all easy? Uh, no, there's absolutely, there's obstacles everywhere. Each element that I had mentioned has some obstacles. Uh, venture capital investments, so money. The biggest obstacle is, well, we don't have that much of it, that much money to invest. There's also fear from investors. These are high, high risk investments to invest money in high risk assets. And that's one thing. So that education needs to be provided, money, and currently in Poland, a large percentage, well, almost 90% from what I understand from the last uh, report by Startup Poland, almost 90% of money is provided by the government. Actually, those are EU money channeled through the government to venture capital firms, which create hybrid investments. So private money investments with 
public money investments. So that's venture capital, education plus money, private money predominantly. Second thing, legal firms. A lot of legal firms feel that they want to participate in the ecosystem race, uh, the startup ecosystem race. The problem here is that they think that there's a lot of money in, in it. And sure, later on, once a company grows and develops, there's money to be made. But in the beginning, most of the work that uh, those legal, legal firms should be doing is either pro bono or <laughs> with very low fees because startups, which a lot of people wrongly assume have a lot of money, they don't. Those are companies that develop very rapidly, but very often bootstrapping their business. And in particularly in Poland, which is not the worst thing in the world, about 50% of the startups have bootstrap budgets, which means they work from their own budgets, not from investments. There are different, I would say, benefits and, and negative sides to this, but that's the way the system is in, in Poland. So another thing that needs to be said is academia. One of the problems in Poland is certainly that our educational system, higher educational system, which supports startups and should support startups, isn't up to par with the standards of the West yet. The connection between academia and startups needs to be made, and that needs to be also facilitated, and there needs to be a will to do that. So I think this is something that's going to be an element of an evolution of the ecosystem, that there's going to be more and more of these connections being made. So what, what needs to happen is on the one side, startups need to start trusting academia that they can help, but also the academia needs to open up to startups and say, hey, listen, we have resources, we want to help you develop. When you look at a certain situation, there's always challenges, there's always uh, obstacles, but there are also opportunities. So in a situation where the ecosystem is not fully developed yet, as it is you know, the case, as we said, here or not only in Poland, but further uh, across the region, what are the opportunities actually to create you know, a better ecosystem? Well, where there's a will, there's a way. I always say that. And because we've in Poland have started working on the ecosystem, on the startup ecosystem, as I guess if you can define it this way, I would say 10 years ago, 12 years ago was the moment where first startups started appearing. Also, it matters, what's very important is how you define a startup. Because if you define a company that's being built from scratch, then we have had startups since the beginning of humanity. The first man that invented the wheel had his first, first startup. But what I'm talking about is the ecosystem. And the ecosystem started being built about 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. It depends who you ask. This is not a, there's no clear definition of this. But the last five years have been fundamentally, I would say, game changing. The fact that large companies such as Google decided to deploy Google Campus, which is now called uh, Google for Startups. And Microsoft decided to enter the market with its Startberry program. It was shut down now and was, from what I understand, in development in, in a different way. Facebook decided to also open up their Facebook space, which is more widely available to uh, various institutions, not startup related. But the very fact that Facebook decided to open this means that the three big players from the IT business, the big players, decided to enter the Polish market has catalyzed the process of uh, speeding up of everything uh, that, that's been happening in Poland. So a lot more investments started happening. Uh, the Polish Development Fund started providing uh, money for uh, venture capital firms to invest. And the process, what started happening five years ago, is everything sped up. And we've had more startups, more venture capitals, more money, and more spaces to also develop this. The end result also is the fact that CIC 
has decided to enter the Polish market and be a part of the ecosystem. This is actually a very nice moment to start talking about the, you know, the center. So you've been around for quite some time already and not necessarily in this part of the world. What kind of made you come here? You've been here in Poland now for what, for less than a year, right? We opened our doors on the 29th of June. And we opened in probably one of the hardest times for this business in the middle of the pandemic. And, but the story is far, uh, far, um, I would say it goes back a couple of years because this project has been in development for five years. The founder of CIC and, and by K CIC, we mean Cambridge Innovation Center, Cambridge from Massachusetts, not from the United Kingdom. Our founder, Tim Rowe, 21 years ago, decided that he wants to open up a, an incubator. The incubator very quickly turned into a community and a co-working space. And over the last 25 years, it was so successful that it started growing within Massachusetts, later on moving to Miami, Rhode Island, in between also Rotterdam, and now in Warsaw and in Tokyo uh, last month. So what's, what's happening is CIC looks for places where it can grow and develop the ecosystem, but also with the ecosystem. So it was a natural choice. I did mention to you that five years ago, there was this moment when things started speeding up. That was the moment that CIC also noticed that, hey, this is the moment that we should also join this market. And Aurelius Górski and Iza Górska, who are the founders of, of CIC here, have played a pivotal role because they were kind of the people that connected this American company and pretty much set up the space, the groundwork for it to operate in Poland. So it was a lot of, I would say, transnational, transcontinental work involved. And the result is we're here. We've partnered up with H.P. Uh, Rivas, a real estate developer from Slovakia, who provided us with space to op open our center. And we're here today in, in uh, Warsaw Place, uh, a complex which houses the tallest building in the European Union, currently under construction. Uh, we have 8,000 square meters of space and the entire complex, I would say, what we do here uh, is not even defined clearly as CIC, but rather an innovation campus. And I imagine you're going to ask me what the innovation campus is in a moment. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Actually, uh, I wanted to ask you what the center comprises as well, because there's quite a few different elements to it. Correct. So what we define as the innovation campus is the grander establishment that we have here in, in Varsa Place. What it comprises of is CIC, so Cambridge Innovation Center, which is 6,000 square meters of a local and global community of startup and innovators, but also from a, or a partner organization called Venture Cafe Foundation Warsaw, Venture Cafe Warsaw Foundation, which has two establishments within, its, its, within the campus that it operates. One is District Hall, which is an open space for innovators, Right now we have about 60, but overall we want to, in normal times, non-COVID times, we have over 100 desks available for free to people who want to start their business and set up their innovations. We also have an event space for 250 people, currently not operational in the way we would like to because of COVID again, but we have an event space which provides startups and the wider ecosystem that we had mentioned, uh, opportunities to educate within the space. And we also have a special clubhouse called Trent House for high-level innovators 
who provided already prior some added value to the ecosystem, they've attained success of their own, and now want to work on changing the future, so changing the trends. So these are, I would say, two organizations, CIC and Venture Cafe Warsaw Foundation, that operate three institutions physically, Cambridge Innovation Center, the Center, District Hall, and Trend House. Apart from that, we also have a cafe, 21E Cafe, which provides uh, delicious meals and coffee for the community of District Hall, Trent House, and CIC. And we're also planning on opening a restaurant, which is ready. We're unfortunately waiting for the end of uh, difficult times that we find ourselves in, called Masterminds, which will be a restaurant available only to Trent House CIC members and their business partners, clients, and other invited, I would say, people. So it's a pretty big definition of what the campus is. So at the beginning, we were talking about innovation. So an innovation ecosystem, actually. What other solutions do you actually provide to make sure that this innovation is actually born in Warsaw? So at CIC, we're not only a physical space for with offices and co-working spaces, uh, co-working space. What we provide is also a set of hubs, I would say, which we call them uh, specialized industry hubs which are housed in our site. But what they do is they specialize in a particular business or rather field uh, field of uh, startups. We have a prop tech hub. We have a IOT hub, so Internet of Things hub, and a cosmic hub, which are operated respectively by organizations which specialize in these fields. And what they do is they connect people, not necessarily ones that are in our site, but people and businesses and small businesses, startups and corporations to come together and speed up the process of development of the development of that particular field. So imagine, as an example, PropTech Hub, which is would deal with real estate uh, technologies, will connect a real estate developer with a startup that, for example, develops a software or platform, however you call it, that helps to build a community around the building that the real estate agent built. Or, for example, a project management platform that helps build the building. And what we do is we connect them here. And apart from that, we also have an investors community that we're working on currently, which is also a premier program that is run by Coben Angels, the largest angel network organization, association in, in, in this region of the world. And their goal is to educate future business angels that wish to invest, long-term also connect business angels and venture capital firms together to co-invest. And that's something that hasn't been done in our uh, region of the world. This is a brand new idea. And we're hoping that all of these hubs and the investors floor or investors community, the floor is a potential long-term project if everything works out, we're also thinking about actually having a physical floor for investors to work from and work together. Because again, as I mentioned before, bringing people together is what catalyzes innovation. So tell me how you see yourselves in the next couple of years, let's say five, 10 years time. How do you want the, the campus to develop? So the campus is, I would say, the first seed of something we would want in 10 years to become the innovation district. 
So we would like not only CIC District Hall and Trent House to be a part of the Innovation Campus, but we would want the Innovation Campus to grow into more than just us, but also institutions that work with us. So a smaller ecosystem, I would say, within the larger startup ecosystem. And by that, we mean, again, legal firms, venture capital firms, businesses, corporations. I forgot to mention that corporations play a huge role when it comes to development of startups because they both support them financially and also become uh, their clients very often. There are startups that do B2C, business to uh, customers, consumers, and B2B, business to business products and services. And we want companies that are housed in Varsov Place, in the building that we're in right now, and also beyond in Warsaw, central Warsaw, to join this uh, concept and be a part of the innovation district, which will provide, and naturally that involves also the city of Warsaw, to build a, I would say, a mechanism for development of uh, startups where startups can find everything they need around them. And yeah, that's, that's the 10-year goal, I would say, is to find ourselves in a place where we can say that the innovation district has been born, developed, and has been successful in, in, in developing uh, a fair number of, of startups and, and connections. Because what we do predominantly at the innovation campus, at CIC, at District Hall and Trent House, is we make connections, we enable people, and we enable institutions to thrive and be successful. If you look at one of our recent events uh, where we launched uh, Tech Emerging Europe Advocate, which is a global part of a global network of innovators, entrepreneurs, uh, mentors, and so on, we hosted three fantastic startups, or unicorns, I should say, Grammarly, UiPath, and Viber. These three organizations originated from Central and Eastern Europe, but they're not necessarily here anymore. They're all headquartered elsewhere. So how would you as CIC like to contribute to keeping those unicorns, future unicorns over here in Poland or further across uh, Central and Eastern Europe? With the exodus, the exodus of startups from uh, Central and Eastern Europe is a thing that unfortunately happens, but for a good, for good and bad reason because there are better opportunities, or at least there were better opportunities for investment, and usually it's about investment, and also potential clients to move, for example, to the UK, to London, which is, I would say, the headquarters and the, the central place in Europe for startups, or Silicon Valley in the United States, which is the headquarters for startups and investment in the United States. And what we want to do at CIC is provide, and at the Innovation Campus as a whole, we want to provide our clients who are here with the opportunity to make connections with other institutions that are in Rotterdam, in the United States, in Japan, from the place that they're in right now, which is Warsaw, because we want to keep these startups here also. And we have special platform, a uh, we call it the CIC portal, where our clients, CIC clients, have the ability to make connections with clients from all over the world that are part of the CIC community, which includes also investors. And it's very important that I underline this. One of the main things that differentiate CIC from other flexible uh, offices, office spaces, is the fact that we have over 70 venture capital institutions across our sites, which have over $17 billion of investment money in their pockets. So that is, the main, I would say, one of the main things that we provide. And 
on a normal, I would say a couple of years ago, if you wanted to have access to this type of money, you would simply have to go to the United States or go to London, which would also mean you would have to relocate your business and basically set up shop there. Because it's natural for these investors to look for opportunities that are close to them. As human beings, we like to have things close to us. What we provide is the opportunity to do the same, just in a longer distance, but with the standard that we provide at CIC and with the institutions that we have at CIC. And the best thing about what we do, and we've been doing this for 21 years, is we build a reputation that the people that we have, the companies that we have at our space are as good as we are, meaning that people trust us and people trust them as well. So tell me uh, one more thing, because, you know, we are in Warsaw right now, but Emerging Europe is all about Emerging Europe, which is Central and Eastern Europe, in other words. How do you think other startup communities or ecosystems could potentially benefit from being associated with CIC in Warsaw? So our goal isn't only to be a part of the uh, Warsaw ecosystem. We want to be a part of the Polish ecosystem and we want to be a, a part of the wider CEE region, so Central and Eastern European region. We believe that Warsaw, and that's another reason why CIC decided to build the innovation campus here, is because Warsaw has become the hub for innovation and the hub for business for this region. And we believe that by being here, we can attract startups, investors from other regions of uh, the CE region to come over and basically make connections with us and with our startups. What can, uh, how those regions can, I would say other countries can benefit locally from our presence is the fact, again, that we have this magnetic ability to get people from the, from the Western region of the hemisphere, of our hemisphere, to come over and actually also set up shop here to build their sites and their businesses here. So it's not only about us preventing sometimes businesses to, uh, from going abroad. It's okay if they do. That's, it's always a decision of the, of the entrepreneur. But we also want businesses from abroad to come to Poland. And what we did just recently is we set up a program called Soft Landing uh, Hub Poland as partnership between CIC Venture Cafe, Foundation, Venture Cafe Warsaw Foundation and EY Poland, Ernst & Young used to be called, where we're going to be helping startups and innovative companies from around the world to soft land in Poland. Our main target today is Belarus because of the current political situation in Belarus. There's a lot of companies there that want to move out of Belarus to somewhere else where they can have a peaceful environment to do business. At this point, it's about actually a peaceful environment. We're not even talking about ecosystem. It's just ability to, to simply work. And we provide them with pre-landing tools. We inform them how, how difficult or how easy it is to set up shop in Poland. EY provides us with a, with a know-how. We have a special landing deck in our site in CIC Warsaw called the Terminal like an airport terminal where the startups can stay for a while and they can see what opportunities they have. So it's a co very complex program that we've developed. It's a premier program of this type that's, uh, that has received quite a bit of media attention recently. And we believe that it will bring about a new, I would say, way of attracting businesses to come to Poland because soft landing is like a one-stop shop, a box offering, of everything a foreign company needs to come to Poland. 
So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that it's not only about Poland, it's also about neighboring countries and a further sea region. Jerzy, thank you very much for this chat. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening, and we look forward to your company for the next episode of Emerging Europe Talks. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and do leave a review. This will help us ensure a regular stream of great guests you want to hear from. And finally, check out our news and analysis platform at emerging-europe.com.